we have returned. I feel like we say this every single time we record an episode now. Uh, you know, it's difficult. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we're adults, and yeah. sometimes our schedules are... No, we just fucking forget, because we record on the weekends now. Yeah, uh, time has lost all meaning to me. Um, My boy's here living that second shift life. I am. I don't know where I am most days or who I am anymore. Uh, well, I'm working that normal, you know, seven to four kind of life. That's right. We're, we're on opposite ends of the coast here. Pretty well, much. Metaphorically, not physically. <laughs> we're in the same room right now. <laughs> we're on opposite ends of the clock. It's true. We are. So then our time kind of sinks on the weekends. You know, weekends are busy when you're in That's right. It is. You know? Uh, and you know, sometimes we just forget. And then Monday happens and we're like, oh, shit. Oh, we forgot to record an episode. Whoops. And then Hunter's over here recording other podcast, other well, gaming well, podcasts at 3 a.m. on Friday mornings when he's actually awake. It is like 3 a.m. whenever we record uh, Crossover Attack. Go listen. Uh, is he also a second shifter like you? He's a third shifter. Oh, right? my Lord. Uh, in St. Louis. So, like, Oof, our, 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 our time zones cannot be more different. Or, no, wait, we're in the same time zone. No, you're not. St. Louis is Central Time. How do you know that off the top of your head? Because I'm good, man. Are you some sort of wizard? I am a wizard. I am a time zone wizard. We should re- reintroduce ourselves because it has been a bit. Uh, I'm Hunter Davenport. With me, as always, the Frank Stetson. Frank Stetson. Nowhere in all teams' time zone. <laughs> he does. He knows everything. He's Listen, a smart boy. It's basic geography, my man. It is. Basic, basic American geography. Damn straight, bro. I played a lot of edutainment games when I was a young lad. Frank would kill at Geolocator. I mean, I don't know about that. <laughs> Anyways. Listen, I was really good at the game. It, like, dropped the states in from the top like it was a scrolling game. They had to hit the space bar real fast when it hit the state. The name and, like, capitals and all that shit. Like, I was I was a pro at that when I was, like, 10. He, he could have went pro. <laughs> could have gone pro in that geography game, baby. Yeah, he could have. Let's go. So it's been a few weeks since all y'all have heard of from us, and uh, some things have happened in that time. It's true. We've had some major game announcements, games that have actually been revealed and revived from development hell dead that we thought we were never going to see them. Some games that we thought would be delayed into 2023, and hey, lo and behold, they have a release date now. And one very important game is coming out soon, um, next week. Technically two days as recording this. Probably by the time this comes out, it'll be already out. Multiverse is the, great, the most important game of this year. Um, yeah, sure. Most important game of the year. Uh, no, it's not. Stop that. It is. You're ridiculous. It is. Yeah, we'll get there when we get there. But let's get up to some of these big, big, big title games that finally have release dates. And I think we should start with the one that has been in development since 2013. What's that? You know what we're talking about? You know, a little little pirate game was originally DLC oh, for uh, Assassin's Creed 4 Black Flag, one of the greatest pirate games of all time. Who is this for? Oh, we are talking about Skull and Bones. This game, I, I, we talked about this on Crossover Tech, but like, the more time goes on, the more I'm like, this game missed its, its like, it missed its mark by... It's it's like ten years. Are pirates still in? Yeah, they are, but like it's they're not as in as they used to be. Not naval combat isn't as big as a thing anymore. It used to be huge when when AC five came out it was the biggest thing or AC three. Can't remember which one it was. AC four. AC four. Yeah. Black um, flag. But, but we're talking about a game that was kind of supposed to come out 
relatively around or before Sea of Thieves was released, and that was back in 2018. Uh, but Ubisoft Singapore has been kind of under some shit, dealing with some lawsuits, and uh, Skull Bones taking forever. Yes. And I think the government kind of threatened them to, you get this game out the door, we're going to shut your doors for you. So Ubisoft's like, ah, maybe we'll do that. Okay, great. <clears throat> and uh, they finally have a release date. We were talking about November 8th, 2022. If there's not a delay, which, you know, this game is a total possibility, but I think they're really sticking with this one. I think they have to release it. I think now. they have to, yeah. Regardless of the state it releases in, it has to release now. Yeah, so Ubisoft basically had zero appearances, zero showings at E the Summer Games Fest. Not E3, sorry. <laughs> Key 3, there we go. Uh, and so this is their kind of their biggest news announcement of the year so far. Uh, you know, obviously they had Far Cry 6 last year, and they had a couple other smaller things, but like this is like their big one mm -hmm. so far. Totally unexpected, uh, but like this is what they're basically starting their year with, and it's July. Yes. So their first Ubisoft forward is like, hey, check out this game that we've been developing for the past nine years. <clears throat> Crap. Uh, what do you all think about this pirate it, stuff? See... I like this game, and I'm like, there is, there is, I think there is a demand for pirate games. I certainly like a pirate game, but, like, I don't, I don't know if this is, this is going to do anything. I'm, it kind of feels like Ubisoft is sending us out to die. Yeah, that's what I'm kind of wondering, is, you know, what's Ubisoft's doing here is, is pirates still a selling point in this day and age? Right? I think it is. Do you think people are be like, oh man, I'm really sick of this Sea of Thieves. It's a little too cartoony no. for me. Let's people go love... try realistic. There stuff. is an entire Sea of Thieves in community who love it. Oh yeah. Uh, but I'm wondering if like if there's a portion of the community is like, man, this just isn't navally enough for me. I don't think there is. You know. I don't think there is. I think Sea Sea of Thieves fills that multiplayer kind of like position for pirate games in a way that I feel like is what people actually want. Right, and that is like cooperative kind of pirate play that's kind of open. And this is super open world. Like, there's a whole like they did a whole gameplay reveal and multiplayer. Like, I, multiplayer is very encouraged. Is this free to play? I don't think so. I can't. No. That's another thing. There's that, no way that makes me think. There's like, no way this is free to play. Because like, there's, if it is, too much to it. This thing is double dead. No, 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 no. Okay, it's not. No. Okay. I'm okay. I'm more okay with it now, knowing it's not free to play. Yeah, definitely not. I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna have to see how it goes. You know. Uh, all this talk of Skull and Bones really makes me want like an action RPG pirate game, like a good one, like a triple A, like, like in the vein of like Pirates of the Caribbean, you know, right. where it's like kind of fantasy e. But okay. also with pirates, like Greedfall. Greedfall is kind of that, but not really. I haven't played any Greedfall. Oh, it's so good. It. Dude, you'd love Greedfall. Maybe, but this game might fill that part of your life. I don't think it will. But there's like, the online stuff's like all merchant and cosmetics and kind See, of like Sea of Thieves. This like, is the issue for me. All the action's on the boat. I don't think that's good. That's what people like. People, people want that sweet, sweet boat action, you know? They don't want to like go on an island and start chopping that stuff although maybe they do, I don't think they do that in this game I don't remember seeing any of that kind of I game I want play. an action RPG pirates game that's what I want yeah. a single player only single player come on I don't care about one player yes Skull Mode is like very very multiplayer focused I just, it's hard for me to care because like there's 
there's a better pirate game I can play with my friends. Is it called Sea of Thieves? Yes. But what if it's not better? It is better. I'm sorry, that's a lie. I it's already, already I, better. I already know better. I'm sorry. That was that was a little much. There, there's no way. I'm sorry, guys. There's no way this is good. There's no way that people like this in a way that will carry it on. They will have a diehard little fan base, mm-hmm. guaranteed, because people like this stuff. People really liked the uh, pirate ship play from Black Flag. Part of me thinks it's gonna be another Battleborn. This is just gonna sink immediately. Battleborn lasted like a, a year, right? Maybe. If that. Kind of. It was dead, dead in the water immediately. Yeah, that was dead, dead on arrival, yeah. for sure. That was rough. But hey, two more games so far that have come out from nowhere. Let's talk about an actual video game. Are we talking about Bayonetta 3? We're talking about Bayonetta 3. Bayonetta 3 has a release date. It is real. It exists. That's right. It's got a release date of October 28th, 2022. That's right. Adding more into that chock-full October slate. Less than six months away. It is less than six months late. Once again, it's a Nintendo Switch exclusive, which still boggles my mind that Platinum Games does that with Bayonetta. Well, Nintendo saved Bayonetta, essentially. Right. Like, so, it's only... It's the way they get it out. Totally fair. Uh, man, uh, Bayonetta 2, not as popular as Bayonetta 1, I think, yeah. in terms of, like, uh, gameplay-wise. But uh, from what I understand, this is more like Bayonetta 1. Uh, and a lot a lot unlike... Uh, it's it's kind of stepping away from like the Astral tra- Chain level kind of uh, action game that they were making for a little bit. Oh, yeah? Where you were... It was, it was like action, then you walk around for a little bit, then action again. It just doesn't work. Yeah, that's not Bayonetta style. They, Bayonetta needs to follow that DMC kind of style. Yeah. Which and, is great. And they're doing that by giving Bayonetta a Virgil <laughs> in the form of this new witch who she's going to fight. <laughs> Viola. Viola, who's cool as shit. I like the Virgil reference. I was thinking more Nero from, like, DMC4. Well, I mean, I, what I mean is it's a rival character. Yeah, yeah. You know, like... Someone shows up and you and they have similar abilities to you and you have to fight them. But you also play as them. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's fucking cool. Big ass samurai sword and a Cheshire cat. Oh man. She's so cool. She I, looks great. I love Bayonetta. I'm so glad. If you have not seen this gameplay reveal, there's like two trailers. I had to like catch the second one today because I had forgotten about it. That they had, did release two separate trailers at the That's same right. time almost. And the second trailer has a lot more gameplay in it. And it looks great. And you know what? For all our younger listeners out there, you can turn off sexy mode so your parents don't see it. But why would you? <laughs> I mean, if you're in Come the on. you know, the right setting, right? Come on, guys. That's right. There is a mode called Naive Angel Mode where all of Bayo's sexy transformations will be a little bit more covered up. You know, more US censored Sailor Moon style. How? How? How are they gonna do it? <laughs> Did you not see the like reveals? I've not I've not watched your gameplay reveal yet. Oh yeah. But I do know I I, I need to know what how they how they differentiate. Is there like black bars? Or no, no, like... no 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 it's not that extreme. She's it's just she's wearing her clothes still. Oh so she doesn't she just doesn't she doesn't do like the magical girl, girl transformation quite as much. It's lame though. I mean yeah we love that. I mean yeah. Obviously. We're two <laughs> red-blooded American males. Hell yeah, sure. what boy? Let's go. <laughs> yeah, football. Give, give me them. Today. <laughs> anyway. But light. Yeah, hey, yeah. Anyway. What? T- shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I got the tail end of that. <laughs> uh, 
but yes, it, it is an option for <laughs> people who are like, maybe this isn't approved of my parents around to see no. these magical girl transformations. I was hoping it'd be more like they like put a, like a giant black bar over her whenever she does it. That'd be a little extreme. I think it'd be funny. That'd be very funny. That'd be very Scott Pilgrim-esque, actually. Yeah. I think they should have done it. But hey, you know, it's on my game and it's probably going to be amazing. Uh, the game looks great. Uh, I'm still looking forward to those kaiju battles, which was yeah. not showcased as much in this last gameplay reveal. They re- revealed a lot more of what she can do. Yeah. But, like, more kaiju battles in any game, please, all the time. The staple of Bayonetta game is that halfway through the game, it turns into a different game for a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Which is awesome. I need to get back into Bayonetta. Like, you should. I played through, like, half of Bayonetta 1, and then I just well, stopped playing. Well, if you playing. pre-order, I'm not saying you should pre-order Bayonetta 3, but if you do, you can get the standard edition of Bayonetta. Here's a fun fact. I already have Bayo 1 and 2 because I bought the Bayo yeah. 2 edition so you don't have with Bayo 1. You don't have to. Right. Yeah. So I'm ready to go. I just got to get Bayo 3. Exactly. It's going to happen. On top of everything else in October. Fuck me. Fuck everybody. You thought February was bad. They're coming for you. They are. They're coming for you hard. They're coming for you. 2 and 10 position, baby. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean. That is bookmarking our gaming here. Oh, my goodness. This is a video game. If I've ever seen one. It's it's out there. You know, it's this year's anime <laughs> fun game. It is. Because <laughs> we're not getting Eternites until next year, which is too bad. It's not a bad thing, though. Listen, I want my... Is Eternites the one where it's kind of lewd and, like, a dating sim? The hand-holding simulator? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, with the action RPG side of it. Okay, maybe I am excited for this game. Yeah, you are excited for this game. <laughs> You're excited when we talked about it last. Yeah. <laughs> Because I was trying to remember what, what turn out... Because I, I remember that game. Like, yeah. I didn't remember what the name of it was. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for that game. It's going to be so good. It's going to be so dumb. Cannot wait. I hope that comes to PlayStation Plus. Because there's no, like, quote-unquote, anime hype game this year. No, usually the summer is where they come out, too. Yeah. So it's weird. It hasn't, hasn't happened unless... I think probably COVID and all that kind of... Said unless we're missing something. And if that's the case, you know, write in at askcomicclub at gmail.com. You know, it's been a while, and we've, we've been missing your community emails. It's true, we do. Feel free to write in. Askcomicclub at gmail.com. Uh, talk about how you love football and Budweiser. That's right. Football <laughs> and Budweiser and games. <laughs> so, Bayonetta 3, yes or no, you're looking forward to this game coming out. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. I think Bayo 3 is going to get a better reception than Skull and Bones, probably. Yeah. Uh, I think it's going to get a better reception than Bayo 2. Bayo 2 is good, but I feel like... It's not as as good as Bayonetta One. Is it fall into the same fallacy that DMC Two did? Kinda, yeah, a little bit. A little bit, and it's not. I think I feel like I don't think DMC Two is it, the difference. I feel like I don't think DMC Two is a good game. I think Bayonetta Two is a good game. Okay. It's more. Um. Uh, but yeah, I can. I'll have to give it a shot soon. You should. You I'll, should play it. I'll just add it to my homework list. Like I think you'll enjoy them. I just I don't know. I, I enjoyed what I played of Bayonetta 1. Bayonetta 1's great. Playing. It's a fantastic game. Yeah. Because um, I love DMC. Yes. It's just, Bayo's just more DMC, honestly. Exactly. It's, it's what I, I, it feels like it was supposed to be DMC at times. Right? <laughs> maybe, maybe like DMC was supposed to be a Resident Evil game, maybe Bayonetta was supposed to be like a DMC DMC <laughs> yeah, or something like it, that. It, it really feels like, uh, um, what is his name? The director of Bayonetta 3. I forget his name. It's at the top of my tongue. Uh, it's okay, we got the internet. Uh, Frank is Googling, Frank is Googling. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, it feels like... Yusuke Miyata. Yusuke Miyata 
had a lot of probably had a lot of ideas that he could not use at Capcom. And then once he when Platinum was founded, he was like, "We're going to put all this into Bayonetta." <laughs> right. Wait, was that a Capcom? No, 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 no. Bayonetta was a Platinum game. Platinum. Yeah, their Platinum is like former Capcom. Oh, uh, okay, okay. All right, so that's Bayonetta. We've talked Skull and Bones, so it's now talk time to talk about the Juggernaut. This game that's going to devour sales in October. Uh, or is it October or November? November. That's right. Yes. In November. Uh, this is a game that not a lot of people were sure were going to come out. Yeah, so come out I year. was convinced it was going to be next year, honestly. You were, also, you were convinced it was going to be delayed next year, and I was like, no way, it's coming out this year. Santa Monica threw that a release date or announcement to, on their Twitter page. To be clear, I'm glad I'm wrong. Right. I am very glad. Um, we're always glad we're wrong about some of these things. Yeah. Absolutely. Like, don't... We're like, oh man, is God of War Ragnarok going to come out the same year as Breath of the Wild 2? Is that what's going to happen? No. No. Santa Monica was like, no. We are getting that release day out this year. And you know what? It's happening. God of War Ragnarok was announced and coming out November 9th, 2022. It's happening, folks. Yeah, it is. It's coming out one day after Skull and Bones, so like goodbye Skull and Bones oh, already right there. I'm I'm excited for this game. How uh, can you not be excited about God of War Ragnarok? God of War 2018 is one of the my favorite PS4 games. Uh, it's a great game. It is a great game. It's one of the best written games I've ever played. Um, well, it's one of the few games where they added RPG elements where I didn't really hit yeah. uh, the Valkyries are fun to fight too it was weird I don't really usually like those optional bosses but like the the, the the Valkyries that you fight oh yeah those are actually really fun and like those were fun extra bosses I agree completely because usually I'm the same with you I don't go after that kind of extra stuff uh, Final Fantasy Origins Ranger Paradise there's all sorts of extra bosses I can go after <laughs> and I'm like haha nope but God of War it's just so much fun to play, like to go do all the challenges and to go chase after those Valkyries and do yeah. those fights. And the last fight's a fucking miserable fight, but I did it. Yeah. And it felt great. And then I go online and I see these YouTube videos of these people doing these no hit, all damage oh, runs dude. through the all the Valkyries. I'm like, well, I'm just garbage at this game. It's crazy. Those people are nuts. Kudos to them for having the time to do yes. that kind of shit. But Ragnarok's coming. Now, my only holdup so far is that this announcement with the release date did not come with a gameplay reveal. I'm sure the... We got a cinematic reveal. We saw Fenrir in the I, trailer, which everyone lost their shit about, like, ooh, big doggy, here we go. But I'm like, where's the gameplay? I'm going to be honest. This is a game where I don't really care what the gameplay looks like, because I, I have a feeling it's going to be very similar to God of War 2018. I don't think you're wrong there. I think it will be very similar. I like, I don't think it matters as much to this game as to, say, Bayonetta 3. Maybe. But, you know, a tree who's older, so he's got more stuff to do now. Yeah, soon, I, right? I'd like to see that stuff. I'd like to see, like, right. like, a section of the game. Like, will there be some sort of weird co-op you could do, maybe? I, I doubt it. Doubt it. Doubt It'd be it. pretty sweet. You know? Um, but this is... I want to see more of this game. It looks... It's going to be so good. I'm sure there'll be trailers with gameplay in it so I, I you know what i'd like to see is the enemies you fight if it's still just draggers and stuff or right well the game the trailer they did show showed lots of draggers coming at you yeah so i yeah. wonder if like they've added to like the myth like more things from the mythology that will wake up because ragnarok is happening uh, you'd have to like because like thor is a major antagonist in this yes. game and he looks ginormous hey, he's a big boy thor is a big boy thor looks like what he's supposed to look like like what he, thor looked like in endgame 
That's what Thor is supposed to look like, you freaks. People who are, like, body shaming it, I was like, it's weird because, like, the, I, those people have never seen, like, a like a professional weightlifter. Right, that's what I say, too. Because, like, they all have the same body. I had this argument at my work, actually, with a co-worker. He's like, oh, Thor wasn't buff. I didn't like that Thor. I'm like, that's what strong men look like. Yeah, that's like, he, that dude would crush you and, ha- like, yeah. break you. And like, have you seen actual Norse Thor? He's not a ripped dude. No. He's got a pouch. Yeah. He drinks a lot of ale and he fights dudes. Strong, strong people have stomachs. It's just what it is. Yeah, you know? yeah. It's like the 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 ultra buff. Like that's just so pe- they'll get women to watch movies and stuff yeah. like that. And it works. Yeah, it does. <laughs> it does. I know a yeah. lot of women who are attracted to Chris Hemsworth, and he's a handsome man. I can't. And he's hilarious. He is. He's a full package. And he's a nice guy. We he's love. Just him. a nice guy. God. But back to God of War Ragnarok. Yes. <laughs> we. Here at Comic Club, I'm very much looking forward to this game coming out. I can very much see this being a day one purchase. Um, the the fucking collector's editions and Yanir editions were ridiculous. Like the big big boy collectors, like two hundred dollars. Just like here, here's a twelve or a foot replica of Mjolnir. Yeah, I kind of want to buy it. Not gonna lie. And I'm like, why? I mean, I get I, why. I kind of want it. I mean, I like the the Yotnir edition just because I like to say it. But this is just more stuff. You know, it's just more stuff. Yeah, but I can hang that hammer up in the slurred room right now if I want, if I got it. Or you could just like get a replica online, and I mean, you'd probably spend more than two hundred dollars. Exactly. Honestly. Yeah. But you can help out small artists, you know. No. Ah. <laughs> Why would I do that when I can give a corporation two hundred dollars? Wow. Here to here for first, folks. Oh yeah, I'm a filthy capitalist. Hunter hates independent. Merchants. I do. I hate independent artists. Hates indie studios. I hate indie studios. Hates them all. Um, if you make any sort of art, I'm going to come to your house and push you over. Um, you have to push your roommate over then. I already have. <laughs> <laughs> Rough. I'm just kidding. Rough. <laughs> I, I'm just joking. I don't actually hate independent artists. It's true. Uh, if you're into the collector's edition, it comes with a whole bevy of stuff, which they also put in one of their announcement trailers. Go check it out if that's what you're into. At this point in my life, though, like, I've moved so many times, I'm like, I don't need all this shit anymore. I do. Give me the game. I care about the game, and that's it. Everything else is just window dressing. You know what? I live in an apartment. I don't have room for window dressing anymore. Okay. Fair enough. You know? I, just, I don't. But if you're in a cl- big, big fancy collector's edition with lots of boxes and things and art books and hammers and dice and... Well, I don't... I forget what else is in there. Go check out the collector's edition or the Yupnir edition. But this guy... Just give me the game. That's all I care about. Just give me the game. I want your cool shit. That's what I want. <laughs> Go buy Hunter some cool shit. I want the Tifa pet statue. You all oh know what God. I'm talking about. <laughs> give me that so I can add to my collection. Is that like a $600 collection art studio yeah, or something stupid it like that? it is. It's so stupid, but I love it. Oh, God. Collective Arts makes really great looking things, but then you look at the price, you're like... It's so expensive. Why? I do like... Statues are cool. I wish I could afford them. Like, they'd be cool to have like a shelf of statues. Yeah. But. Yeah, it'd be great. But then, like, when you're moving a lot around this time frame, a lot, yeah, but then you uh, have this. Yeah, I don't give a fuck. Just more time to break things. So, <laughs> all right, we're moving on to our next game, which is a game that is still kind of very much in development, uh, and a game that I honestly never actually expected to get announced again. Uh, there is a new skate game coming. Uh, yes, there is. That's the good news. Bad news is it's not skate. 
It's just called Skate. I mean, it, this is Skate for False and Versus. But no, it's not. It's just Skate. Unless they put, like, the, the A as a 4. I can see that, you know? Maybe, like, some mid 2000s level awesomeness. Okay, I have some opinions. You always do, Hunter. That's why we're here. I have some opinions. I have some opinions. I don't think I don't think I've talked about this crossover attack, but I think it's very cynical to make this a free to play game. It's an interesting choice to do because they know the audience reaction to this franchise, and they knew announcing another one would be good PR for them. Great, ER, EA, good there. But the issue is they immediately was like how can we monetize this yes and that's where i'm like okay so you tricked people into being excited for your free-to-play game that's right if it was i'm gonna be honest if you said we were making a skate a free-to-play skate game i would have been just as happy about it i mean i'm not a big fan of skate but like i'm like yeah okay make more skate you love those games yeah you're diehard people who love that game but the fact that they had this build up to be like we're making skate four guys like here's here's some work in progress. Yeah, we get by like the a way, logo last year or something like that. Yeah, they had this crazy announcement at an E three where they were like we're making skate again, and then we heard nothing. Then they had that little gameplay teaser, and then this comes out. Yeah, and the gameplay teaser we saw has been called it's pre pre alpha. So you like you can't even really count it. It doesn't even have textures on it. It's like it's this crazy looking. It's almost just like a tech demo. Yeah. You know. But yeah, it's it's will be a free to play live service game, full multiplayer, with microtransactions, that may or may not just be com- cosmetic based. We have not had that confirmed yet to us. Uh, any questions about that? Is always like go just go check out the trailer, the gameplay reveal that we did. Where they're like, oh, there's going to be microtransactions, dot, dot, dot. Check out this sweet Ollie. Uh, wait, what? Yeah. So, I mean, it's Skate. Uh, skate has always been based off not the equipment in the game. It's always been based off what your ability to do with your hands with the controller. Mm-hmm. So I can't imagine it's going to be a pay-to-win game in any way, shape, or form. But you again, know? the company we're talking about. All right, this is EA. Uh Maybe they're doing this because they just lost FIFA. <laughs> Pro- actually, you're, you're probably right. You this, that factors into this. Uh, but they still have Madden Ultimate, so there's that. Yeah. I mean, hey, I like Madden games. They're fun. Yeah. But once again, hold on, you know, reserve all feelings about this game until we see more, until we know more. You know, everything we've seen so far is pre-pre-alpha footage. Mm-hmm. So it's just going to be more skate, and it's going to be more skate that you can free to play so you don't really need to give EA money if you don't want to Mm -hmm. you have that choice Uh, but full circle the studio behind the games they are opening up playtesting by the end of this year so that could be interesting you know for that community Mm -hmm. they'll give their insights be like hey why are you making this free to play they'll be super toxic it'll be great it'll be fine (laughs) it'll be great it'll be awesome I can't wait guys Oh, my goodness. So that's, like, pretty much the four bombshell release date announcements that we've had in the past three weeks, which, you know, have been pretty crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think, which one was the one that surprised you the most out of those four? God of War, for sure. God of War? Yeah, I was, I was pretty positive that they were going to delay that game. Yeah. 
I knew it was coming this year. Cause once again, once that Santa Monica put that announcement on their Twitter page, they're like, oof. I'm like, they're they're sticking to it. You don't put that on Twitter unless you're going to stick to it. You know? I remember that account, The Snitch, was like kind of teasing it that, that the announcement was coming. Right. And I was like, there's no way. This is where this guy is finally going to be wrong. And then he was correct. <laughs> Son of a bitch. I think the one that surprised me the most was the Skull and Bones announcement. I'm not surprised, only because the Singapore government was involved. I just I just never really thought this game was going to get off the ground again after we've seen so many reveals of it. I thought it would be something well, just going to bury it. The thing is, they were con- they're contractually obligated to release this game now. Which is wild to me that the government has that much force over that studio. I know. There. It's crazy. It's it's almost like they shouldn't have done it. Uh, right? <laughs> Go check out the story on that, because it's nuts. I can't believe they actually did that, honestly. Um, but then again, it is Ubisoft, so... Get that money where you can find it, right? Yep. Those government funds. Watch this game come out and they shut down the Singapore studio. <laughs> there is another game that, was in that, that got a release date that I do want to talk about, and that is RoboCop Rogue City. <laughs> Even this RoboCop game. Dude, it looks awesome. It was, I have not checked out anything about it yet. It look, it's a, it's, so it's a first-person shooter made by the guys who made that awesome Terminator first-person shooter. Uh, it looks bananas. I can't wait to play this. I don't I don't even know what Terminator game you're talking about. It's like it's 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 a really good like Terminator first-person shooter. I, that's a franchise I just don't give a shit about. I know. Well, I don't care about either. No. I played the game and I liked it. Okay, well, that's fair. I'll and I, But I love RoboCop. RoboCop's a great movie. Uh, don't watch it with kids. Whatever you do. Also, don't watch the other two games. I mean, movies. Well, games? you could watch the other two movies, but it's not as good. they're not as good. RoboCop, the movie, is a great 80s action flick. It is. RoboCop 2 and 3 are great 80 B action flicks. Yeah, they're great. Uh, they're kind. They're kind of like the um, the Double Dragon movie in that regard. <laughs> what a that, good movie. that movie is terrible, but I enjoy watching it. Uh, Pretty much, Kung Fury was just a was an homage to those movies. Yes, and I miss them terribly. I can't believe they don't make them anymore. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you you can't believe that, huh? Yeah. Well, they tried with Mortal Kombat. I was like, mm. Wasn't there a Mortal Kombat movie fairly recently? Yeah, it's not great. Of course not. It's a Mortal Kombat movie. It's not great. It was also not great, but also great at the same time. The Dead or Alive movie. Oh, God. I haven't thought about that in years. <laughs> you seen the Tekken movie? No. You should watch the Tekken movie. That <laughs> movie is goofy as hell. Should I watch that movie, then watch the Dragon Ball Evolution movie? No, you should never watch that. You should never watch that. <laughs> you should, no. Nope. You don't have to watch that, trust me. Oh, but I wanted to. You... If you like bad movies, you love Dragon <laughs> We'll just make a full day of watching really bad video game adaptation movies. You know what? I'm down. We'll watch the Street Fighter one with the same actress from Dragon Ball Evolution. Yeah. It's awesome. She's a great actor, too. She just keeps, keeps getting these really shitty projects. Isn't that the, is that the one where uh, the Bison is like an art, a Scottish guy? Maybe. The Legend of Chun-Li, that's the movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah in that movie, M. Bison is a Scottish man who is not a dictator. What? He's just a businessman. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Is it, was it, 90, I think it was 1994 Street Fighter movie with Van Damme. Yes. Was that the best fighting game movie? Yes. Either that or the original Mortal Kombat movie. That is like Double Dragon in that it's bad, but I I don't care. I love it. It's so bad, it's good. Yeah. And Surf Ninjas. Sir, I've never seen Surf Ninjas. <gasps> I've, I've heard things about the Surf Ninjas. Though. Oh my god, it's such a good movie about a game that's not real that's important to the plot line that's terrible 90s like 
kids like like right through the three ninjas movies dude the 1990s were unparalleled with these like video game adaptions <laughs> certain ninjas was like one of my top faves during that time for whatever dumb reason but if you want an unironically good 90s movie teenage mutant ninja turtles that's fair one of my favorite movies of all time right so good and actually, while we're talking about movies, actually brings us into our next news point. That's right. We are talking about the fact that Nintendo has bought an animation studio. This is good, actually. This is very good. I really love this news uh, because the Mario movie's coming out, and I kind of have my doubts that it'll be amazing. But uh, the Pikmin shorts that they released, those are actually pretty solid. I like those. This is good. So this we're talking about that. Nintendo has bought... CG animation and motion capture studio Dynamo Pictures. Yes. They, now to be known as Nintendo Pictures. Yeah. They're behind on the motion capture of Persona 5, The Replicant, Death Stranding, also did CG for Ghost in the Shell, SAC 2045, uh, Studio Ghibli movies, and Nintendo's Pikmin short movies. Mm-hmm. So, Nintendo's getting into making movies. That's what this is. So I think maybe this is a part of the reason why the movie was delayed in 2023, because they wanted to get this deal done. And then maybe bring that production over to this company. Uh, the movie's too far along. You think? Uh, yeah. Because the whole thing with the Mario movie is that Mario has... I mean, Mario. Nintendo <laughs> has the ability to walk away from it any time if they feel like it's not going to work. Okay. For any reason. That's in their contract. Um, I... I I, I, th- I think the Mario movie may not be as bad as I think it's going to be. I don't think so either. Um... But, you know, <laughs> yeah, I like the, the idea of Nintendo making movies because, like, I feel like they, that's something that they could do. Oh, absolutely. Like, that's... They have all these untapped, basically, children's franchises. And if we know anything about children's franchises, they just print fucking money. They do. I mean, they can make... We can finally get a Star Fox movie. We can finally get the F-Zero movie we all deserve. Uh, can I get an F-Zero game first for modern consoles? I want one so bad, but they're not going to make we it. We haven't dude. seen F-Zero since 2001. Dude, F- that game is so dope, too. I know! Oh, God, I loved F-Zero on SNES. It was so bad. F-Zero on GameCube. Was it F-Zero GX? Yeah, F-Zero GX, baby. That was my shit. I love that game. Some indie developers making like a spiritual successor to it. They should. Yeah, it's, I've seen. The, I'm gonna buy that game. And I'm gonna some of the footage from it. Looks good. Yell yeah. from the rooftops how good it is. God, Nintendo, what are you doing with F Zero? Did, did you see that news story about the guy who bought forty thousand dollars in Nintendo shares just to ask him about F Zero? See, that should be the green light to make an F Zero game if somebody's willing to spend forty thousand dollars to ask you about the possibility of an F Zero game. And they're like. Nah, not right and now. they're like, no, we're not going to do it. Some dude just paid $40,000 in the name of F-Zero. Are you guys fucking stupid? That's one guy, though. But that's how crazy the fan base is. I'm aware of how crazy the fan base is, but it just might be in the same thing as the Mother 3 territory at this point. Oh, people are not going to buy a N- Nintendo Racer. I bet is that that's their excuse, but I'll buy it. They'll, they won't buy a non-Mario Nintendo oh, racer. those people are, like, anyone who thinks that is high as shit and shouldn't be in business. Oh, I agree completely. Agree completely. But, they're, you know, if they put money in F-Zero, they're like, if we put money in F-Zero, we're going to get the same return as we would in, like, Mario Kart also, 8 DLC. the fact that Captain Falcon is not in Mario Kart. I mean, are you really that surprised by that? No, I am surprised, because it's stupid that they don't do it. Why would you do that? They He's should not do a it. Mario character. Oh, so Link's in Mario Kart 2. 
Is Blink a Mario character? Nobody's more beloved and known than Captain you Falcon. You are insane if you don't think Captain Falcon's not beloved and known. Not as well as Link. He's in Smash Bros, dude. I'm aware he's in Smash and Bros. And he's a very popular character in Smash Bros. Right, but that's just the Smash community. Yeah, but people know who Captain Falcon is, and they love him. Yeah, they know how meme he is. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> people love Captain Falcon. But you know, Hunter has a point here. He's right, because the more I'm thinking about it, I'm like, all right, they put in Link's fucking motorcycle for Breath in the Wild. Yeah. They put in a... There's fucking, a Mercedes a Mercedes, yeah. You could easily <laughs> sneak Falcon and his... Uh, and the Blue Falcon, his, or... Is it Blue Falcon? I think it's Blue Falcon. Is that what his, his thing is called? Yeah. His, his car, his racer, I don't even... His race car. His vehicle of choice. His F-Zero. Yeah, his F... He's right. You know, I I can see. You're absolutely right. You can easily put in the Mario Kart 8. Hey, make it part of the DLC. Oh my god, I just realized... I just realized the pun of F-Zero, that it's not F-1. <laughs> I just... Okay, alright. <laughs> <laughs> I just realized that. Sorry, folks. Also, I think it's a whole space part of it, too. Yeah, it's yeah, a yeah. space thing. Yeah, yeah. It's like F1, but not. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's f Sarah. Fuck. Uh, welcome <laughs> to 2022, Hunter. <laughs> but anyways, Dynamo Pictures, Nintendo Pictures, let's make some good movies. Give me a Captain Falcon movie. The Animal Crossing movie. What? What? Yeah. What? What would you even do for an Animal Crossing movie? There was an Animal Crossing movie already. There was an Animal Crossing movie? There was. It was an anime, anime movie, and it's really good. What? You lied to me. A animal Crossing anime. Look it up. But yeah, they need to make an Animal Crossing movie. We need to have... It's from 2006? They need to reboot the Donkey Kong the Donkey Kong cartoon that, that we all love. Uh, with the sick theme song. And kind of, it's kind of sexually charged too, which is weird. But they need to repurpose. I'm sorry, back. what is the Donkey Kong cartoon from like the '90s or oh, like I early never saw 2000s? That one. You've never seen it? I don't think so. Dude, it's free. It's on Amazon Prime. You need to watch it. I could easily see them doing Animal Crossing as a slice of life anime. They should do it. Yeah, that that'd be easy. They should do Just it. Just print money. Just print money, Nintendo. Print that money. Print it. Print it good. <sighs> and and the several Mario movies we're gonna get now. Oh, for sure. Like we're there, Mario movie this level. essentially confirms there will be no sequel to the Mario movie. Two, by the way. Why not? Wouldn't they just make it in-house? Well, I don't know if they have the rights to that version of Mario. Well, what's interesting is they announced they announced that there's going to be a Donkey Kong spinoff. Okay. Because because at Universal Studios they're bringing the 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 the, the uh, Mario Land and they're doing a Donkey Kong expansion and possibly a Zelda expansion. Eventually. Right. Yeah. So. That link experience. So I think leading up to the opening of this new park, I think the Universal deal is gonna fall, like as soon as that's open and the Donkey Kong stuff's there, it's over. All right, maybe. No, mate. Other Mario movies. Okay, I guess we'll just have to see where that goes. We could have Chris Pratt as Mario for the next ten years. We could. <laughs> I, just... I love the, the headlines of Chris Pratt trying to justify his Mario voice without us hearing it. It's so funny. It's gonna be something. Well, I, he probably can't reveal it until like, the trailer's revealed. I know. I need. I right. want to see a trailer. I really do. Yeah. Like unironically, I want to see a trailer of this movie. Because once again, the cast is fucking dynamite. It is. It's a really great cast. Well, it's a really great. It's cast. It's a silly cast, but like. On paper, it, it's a great cast. On, pa on paper, if I was like a casting agent, this is a great cast. Like this is a superstar cast right here. Yeah. It is a bit memey that Chris Pratt is playing Mario. That's pretty funny. Uh. I. <laughs> 
I can't wait. I always go through like the IMDb notes after watching a movie. And I'm, I can't wait to hit the one that says, these are all the other actors considered for this voice and Chris Pratt was chosen over them. I cannot wait to see that list. Jack Black as Bowser, though. Prime. That is dope. That's great. I want the Bowser spinoff after this movie. <laughs> right? Can we just get an entire series of just Jack Black doing Bowser? Like, just, you can put it on, on, on Peacock. Because it's Universal. Okay. Um, and we can have a series where Bowser is just, it's The Office, but with Bowser. And the Koopalings. Uh, can we do something that's not The Office? Because I hate The Office. Or like a real, like a, like a comedy show. <laughs> a little silly Parks and Rec style show. A little variety show? Yeah, a little variety show. I don't know, we'll see. <laughs> and then fucking Bowser pulls out the, uh, Saxaboom. <laughs> don't, don't even, because I want that. I don't want that. Internet, make it happen. Make Bowser Someone, play the saxophone. If you're listening, please Photoshop Bowser playing the saxophone. Not even Photoshop it. I want it like that stupid trumpet meme boy thing, and I want Bowser doing that with the saxophone the instead. He's duding? Sure. Dude. Uh, I can't wait. Yeah, it's going to be great. Uh, Super Mario, the movie, 2023, is going to be the most meme-heavy movie that probably ever happened. Yes. Well, the Sonic movie came and went. Those movies are great. Yeah, but those movies are great. <laughs> See, you have a point. I, can't, I don't even have, like, a, a... I don't have a response. That's why, because um, I think I already talked about this, but I, I watched the Sonic movie when I was all COVID-esque, all covid up, and I was like, man, this is a great children's movie. It is. And you have to look at it as a children's movie, and I think people are going to miss the point on the Mario movie for that exact reason. And Sonic 2 is actually really funny. Yeah, I can't, I can't wait to see Sonic 2. Yeah. Uh, but I think, once again, Mario, the Mario movie is going to be, it's a children's movie, but people will be like, oh, this isn't my Mario. Like, nah, dude. It's like Pokemon. It's for 10-year-olds. It's not for exactly. your 34-year-old ass. I, I, I am concerned that Chris Pratt is going to do a very stereotypical Italian accent. It's me, Mario, the pepperoni, He's the like, mozzarella. <laughs> you want to go to the Olive Garden? No, no. Self-respecting talents don't fucking like Olive Garden, That's Hunter. True. It's true. That my, stuff is garbage. My family would disown me if I ever willingly admitted to liking Olive Garden. Olive Garden is great in your 20s, in your late teens, when you're in college, and that's what you can afford. But after that, write it off. Because there's better Italian joints out there. Mm-hmm. This is your PSA. <laughs> ah, Mamma Mia! Uh, Mamma Mia. So, uh, yeah, big things coming from Mario. I cook it a pizza. Alright, anyways. <laughs> oh, because right, because the uh, Spark of Hope's also coming out in October. Mm. I talked about this on Crossover Tag, but I have I don't know how I feel about this game. It's going to be great. I don't like the new style of strategy RPG they're trying. October 20th. October 20th, Sparks of Hope. I kind of think that the way the first game controlled kind of worked, was perfect. And but if you look at other tactics games, this is the way they're all going. Is this like free movement? I don't like it. Okay, well, that's just you not want to come up with the times. I just don't like it. Okay, well, you can not like it. That's fine, but you can't really know until like you try it. I don't it. like it. Well, hey, uh, the Diefield Chronicle is coming out in September. You can try it then. Nah. Nah, I feel the same way. I'm nah, no that. thanks, Square. I'm not playing that game. Nah, I think, yeah, I nah, nah. But it's, uh, it's a more modern style, because I think, uh, I think the new Gears Tactics game also did this. No, I'll play Triangle Strategy eventually, but not this, whatever this is. Triangle Strategy's great. 
It's going to be looked over for game of the year, which is a real bummer because it's awesome. Sure. Okay, I get it. I haven't, I haven't played it yet. That's how I'm playing, sure. Uh, no, no. It will not be game of the year, not even a contender. Uh, it will be like best narrative, best strategy game, best RPG, like in one of those, for sure. I'm excited to play that game because like, I, I, I am kind of hankering for that classic tactics RPG. It will let me know because I've got it on the cartridge for you. I mean, if, if you want to bring it I over. I can bring it over. You just got to remind me because I'm so forgetful. Okay, if you want to bring it over, I'll, I'll, I'll take a gander at it. I can, I can bring that over for you. Yeah. yeah. Take it out of my hand so I don't try to do the golden path with it. Jesus Christ. Got other things to do. I got other games to play. Talk about that in a little bit. But, uh, you know, we'll stick with Nintendo for a second here. Uh, Nintendo also announcing kind of uh, out of nowhere cur- new Kirby game. Yeah, the Fall Guys killer. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> Stop <laughs> not, that. Stop not, that. Stop working on it. Uh, we're talking about Kirby Dream Buffet. Kirby. Which is just, uh, you know, it's a... Kirby's racing game, but with like a lot of Fall Guys aspects to it, just kind of looks like a silly battle royale esque kind of racing thing, where you try to eat as many strawberry, like cream covered strawberries as possible, and be the biggest Kirby and knock the other Kirby's off the course or something like this. How I'm trying to be. So I'm try- how I'm trying to be. I'm trying to be Kirby in real life. <laughs> but it's like Nintendo, you just stealth dropping things left and right. Like, yeah, it's very weird. There's been no direct. But like. I know people are like, oh, oh, Frank, what do you mean by self-drop? Like, they dropped the Bayonetta 3 gameplay reveal and trailer. Yeah, no direct. Zero announcement. No direct, nothing. No, no direct. Fanfare. Like, oh, hey, by the way, we might have a Bayo 3 announcement coming. They're just like, oh, hey, by the way, trailer. And people were like looking at YouTube that they were like, refresh, refresh, refresh. What the fuck? Report. Like, that's what's happening with Nintendo. This is just what they do now. Uh, no, I don't like that, though. I like the direct. I know you like direct, but Nintendo's like, we don't need directs. Yeah, we do. People are going to... Look at this stuff no matter what we do. I think I think it is funny that Sony tried so hard to copy this format and Nintendo's like, eh, it's not as important. Yeah, we'll just do our own thing. Fail. But do you think we'll still get a major Nintendo first party direct yes. before the end of summer? Maybe not before the end of summer, but definitely before before the holidays. Yeah. yeah. We'll get that quarter three. I'm gonna I'm gonna be bold and say October. Okay, I could see that. I would, I'd want to say earlier than that, though, because they're going to want to key it up maybe next month for the holiday season, you know? Ne- next month or September, for sure. Yeah, I mean, they're not going to do an announcement on the 29th, because that's the Xenoblade Chronicles 3. What, Splatoon's the end of August, right? Yes. Or sometime in August? Well, oh, yeah. we better learn, because we're going to have start the Splatoon leaks soon. Oh, I'm not playing Splatoon. <laughs> I don't know, Splatoon is September 9th. I thought it was August for some reason. Didn't get pushed back. Or pushed forward, I should say. Maybe it isn't in September. I could have swore it was August at some point. Might have been. Might have been. But, no. Okay, so maybe, maybe in August. I don't think they'll do a Splatoon 3 Direct. I think they've, they've thrown out a lot of that information already. But they could. Yeah. You know? Who knows? Who knows? So, yeah. Kirby Dream Buffet. Looks very cute. Looks very fun. Looks very easy. Also, going to be free to play, mm-hmm. which is awesome. Not coming to PC, so who cares? Yes. It's going to be... Obviously, it's not coming to PC. Switch only, baby. Let's go. PC and mobile. It's like Bayo 3. PC only. I'd play the shit out of Kirby if it was on my phone. I would play the shit out of that game 
This sweep of faith, Fall Guys racing game yeah. on my phone. Yeah, I would do. I would like, oh, I can play a race in like four minutes. Hell yeah, I've got time to burn on my lunch. Let's do this. That would be great. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Uh, Nintendo, give the times. Put better mobile things out there and stop killing all your other mobile games. Huh. Alright. Major other studio announcement this week. The Sony Bungie deal officially went through. Welcome to the PlayStation Family Bungie. Give them a round of applause, Woo! baby. Let's go. Help Sony with your with their live service games goals, even though your live service game is having trouble. Yikes. Mm. Destiny 2, you're trying real hard. I appreciate it. Uh, but your game keeps getting a little bloated, and you keep killing off a lot of your content while also trying to keep the, the game. The Destiny size. Vault is the worst idea they've ever had. It is honestly the worst. The vaulting? Yes. Yeah. It is so dumb. It's because you've got new players coming in. They have no idea what's going on. None. There's no campaign there's, to get There's them straight into up it. items you can never get again. Right. Of this. Which, I don't, you know, whatever. There's a million items in games. Who cares? But the fact that you're vaulting the campaign content, it's just, it's just weird to me. Yeah, it's so strange. Like, like I get vaulting some of the content, you're trying to keep the size of the game down, and you're not really being successful there either. Uh, there's other games that are optimized better, they're just as large. Uh, I mean, th- still learning, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but we can take this time to really go on a limb here and, and talk about the fact that the game community is still toxic as fuck. You're pretty fucking awful. Let's yeah. be real here. Uh, it was confirmed, like, yesterday that the reason that Destiny 2 and Bungie have not had a lot of communications or as much as they used to is because of the toxic fucking community. Yeah, it's almost like people suck. Shocking, I tell you. Shocking. And it's like, oh, devs don't want to talk to us anymore. Gee, I wonder why. Maybe it's because you're all a bunch of a-holes. You know? Uh, you know, this game, I play, I, I do like Destiny 2, but, like, Sometimes I'm like, eh, God, the, the decision's made. Um, it's just not good. No, but also, we can also talk about this with God of War Ragnarok, where Santa Monica devs were getting sent inappropriate pictures and getting death threats because the studio hadn't announced the release date yet. Like, Okay, if you're sending dick pics over a game not having a release date, what is wrong with you? Right? I just... It doesn't, I don't get it. Like... You're literally driving developers and studios to not want to talk to us anymore. This should be the greatest job in the world. I don't understand why people may, uh, feel like they're entitled to shit when they're not. I mean, another example, another recent example, Ron Gilbert, Escape from Monkey Island. Yes. New Monkey Island game's coming out. People didn't like the art style, so they started, like, shitting all over his blog and sending him tweet, tweet nonsense and this and the other thing. And, so, and he's like, you know what? I'm just not going to share anything about this game anymore. It'll come out when it comes out. Yeah. Cool. Thanks. Bye, community. Like, what's, like, you're not entitled to what they're doing. No, you're not. You are not You're not a game dev. You are not important at all. You're not. You're like, well, I'm the consumer. I'm the one who gives you're, them money. You're not. You are... You're one person. You're one person. You're a fucking sheep. Yeah. You're, you're not the one creating the game. You don't know what goes behind, behind creating these games. You have no idea what the development's like. Also, it's a fucking video game. Right. Go touch some fucking grass. Like, it's a video game. I love video games so much. But I understand that, like, it's a video game. Right. I commend devs when they take longer with their games because it means they're making them better. Yeah. 
you know. Well, in the case of Cyberpunk, that was just a bad thing. That, that was bad mismanagement. Yeah. It was not developers. It was not developers' fault, but it was. That was bad mismanagement by the company and the shareholders. Yes. Uh, but once again, maybe the internet pressuring them for two years is what made them like, oh, we got to release this game now. Yeah. How about don't listen to the internet, developers? Yeah. How about everyone on the internet just shuts the fuck up? Is that possible? Right? You know how bad the Cyberpunk fame went for CD Projekt Red? Their stock in the two years that CD Projekt Red has come out, uh, that Cyberpunk 2077 has come out, has lost three quarters of its value. That's how bad that game went for it's them. It's not good. It's really bad! If they just held on for two more years and released the game in the finished state that it should have been released in, maybe they wouldn't have those financial issues. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm waiting so long. Yeah, for good games. That's how it works. I mean, God of War has been in development for four years now. You know? It's been delayed a couple times. Forspoken's been in development for a long time. It's been delayed again. Because they want to make the best game they possibly can. That's okay. Take your time. Get the game out in its best quality. Mm-hmm. Not have to rush it like, oh, I don't know, the Sonic 3 remaster for the Sonic Origins package. God. Ooh, big rough there. Because they got rushed. Rushed games are bad games. Yes. Patches can only do so much. Ugh, crunch time. Bad. Anyway, ugh. <sighs> gonna take a breath here. We're gonna talk about some game releases here. Got some good stuff coming out this week. Hunter, take it away with the one that you were looking forward to the most. Multiversives enters early access this week. Uh, if you were a part of the closed alpha, or like the, whatever they called it, you get access to early access. Um, you can also get into early access by watching Twitch streamers from, with drops enabled from the 19th to the 26th. Um, and then the game just essentially comes out on the 26th. So, I mean... What's well, open beta on the 26th? That's it's a soft launch. It's a soft launch. It's a soft, yeah, yeah. It's a soft launch, but but it's it's like it's an early access launch because it's not 1.0 yet. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're gonna add Iron Giant to the game, which is cool. They showed off some of his his, his move set. He looks cool. I mean, and they kind of hinted that this might go towards making putting King Kong and Godzilla in the game. Okay. So pretty excited about that. I only want to play. I was telling Hunter this earlier in the week. I only want to play if Iron Giant is voiced by Vin Diesel. I think he is, because they they get they have the original voice actors for all these characters. Right. So I just I need to confirm. Yeah. I I'm, hear, sure, I'm sure he is. I need him to break my heart while playing this game. Superman. Can that happen? Like. Like not. I don't want my heart broken because I'm bad at the game. That's gonna happen regardless. Yes. Yeah. I want my heart broken because the Iron Giant's like, oh, I don't actually remember lightning lines from the movie. I just remember they're like really tough on the heart. I remember when he said Superman. I just, I want that. Like, make me cry while I'm playing your game. I think he's going to say Superman, because Superman is in the game. <laughs> Once again, Superman in this game should just be like, well, yeah, Superman just wins every fight. Yeah, I'm going to main that character, because I love Superman. Ugh. Give me Garnet. Garnet is in the game. Yeah, I know. It's awesome. I know. He looks great. I want to play yourself that. Garnet and Steven Universe is in there. I need to finish that show. I hear it's great. My problem with the show is that Hulu only has up through season four, and then season five and the movies like just out from the wild somewhere. I th- HBO Max has it all, I think. Ooh, does it now? Yes, it does. Go check that out later. I think it does. I love Steven Universe. Man, it's such a good show. That's going to be a popular duo, I think, Garnett and Steven. I don't know. The the Tom and Jerry, I don't know if you've seen the animations for Tom and Jerry. We talked about this. You really like the Tom and Jerry animations because it's just them fighting like... And they, like, they're not actively fighting in, in the world. They're fighting each other and just get hit by the crossfire. It's pretty cool. 
Now, I'm really intrigued by this being a duos-only game. Like, there's no true one-on-one. It's 2v2 no matter what, yeah. right? Yeah. That's so weird to me. I mean, it, it, in, in terms of, like, a competitive game, it's kind of interesting. Uh, it's, just, it's just different. It is different. And, like, how strong is their netcode going to be? Because you don't have to connect to... Oh, players. it has rollback. Oh, you're because you're connecting four players. Now, that's, that's a... And it has... within itself. From the beta, they have great... They have great netcode. Okay. So... Maybe we'll... Okay, maybe I'll check this out. Obviously, Hunter's going to check it out. I'm going to be playing a lot of it. I'm probably going to be streaming it. This man's going to be streaming. He's going to have his drops on. Also, how smart is that? Just, just any streamer with drops on can do this. Like, yeah. I, usually you assume like it's going to be a partnered sponsorship or a partnered streamer or something like that or a sponsored streamer. One of those. But it's just anybody with drops. Yeah. Watch for an hour and you get, you get the game. That's nuts. Yeah. How convenient. So I'm going to somehow get that. Between balancing work and Twitch streams, so. Well, I mean, you could, right? I could, in theory, leave my computer on. That's what my friend did with the Overwatch 2. <laughs> Same thing. He just left his stream on some of the stream and then he just got the key delivered to him. So, it's possible. You know? Yep. Just turn the power settings off. Yeah. Yeah. Man, it'll be so good. Maybe what else is coming out, Frank? So we've got two big releases on Tuesday the 19th. Uh, one is a game that we've been looking forward to since it was first revealed during a, a PS uh, State of Play last year or the year before. We're talking about the best cyberpunk adventure to come out in the past three years. More cyberpunk than cyberpunk. More cyberpunk than cyberpunk. Uh, we're talking about the best kitty cat simulator in the world coming yes stray we're talking about stray a game i cannot play in front of bella because she will lose her mind i can't that, that's so funny to me she she barks the tv all the time i can't get her to stop that's hilarious uh stray's coming out in two days uh first off they're you know playstation is making good use of their extra premium tiers mm. on their uh, <laughs> oh, speaking of barking bella heard a cat or something what'd you hear baby you heard us talking about Stray? I know, we're also very excited about it. Thank you. Um, it's coming day one to the extra premium tiers on the PS Plus, mm. which is, you know, smart by them. You know, get people to invest in these tiers to get these day one, not quite first party, but highly anticipated third party titles. Me, on the other hand, I'm just an essential slug. Like, I don't really want to pay for the extra and premium tiers right now. I've already got the Game Pass Ultimate. I already have so many other games to play. Like, I don't have time for the PS Plus Extra. So I'll be paying Stray day one. Give me that. Give me that sweet download. I'll be playing Stray. Oh, maybe I'll even pre-order it. Maybe I'll go home and pre-order it tonight. Ooh. Ooh. It is coming day one to Game Pass. Or, PlayStation Plus. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Weird thing to say. Right? <laughs> We're not used to it yet. Day one, game, uh, PS Plus Extra and Premium Tears. I think it's funny that these games that launch on... Like that's something I was saying about the other day. These games that launch on Game Pass, we know the release date. They just don't say them. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, like we know Flintlock or not Flintlock. Um, that High on Life is going to be out in October. We know the exact date it's coming out in October. They just haven't officially said it. Wait, how do we know it? Because it's coming out October in Game Pass. So it's going to be on Tuesday. Yeah. A Tuesday. Yeah, a Tuesday. Well, we don't know a Tuesday though. Yeah, but that's more specific. That's than the Yeah. Than, I feel like they release, sometimes they put, release games throughout the week, though. They have, they have yeah, before. Yeah. But it's like it's interesting that, like, you know that they're going to, at, like, release this, the game on a Tuesday in, in October. That's fair. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Xbox, you trying to play games with us? 
you're playing games, and we're, we're okay with that. But yeah, I'm looking forward to Stray. It's going to be great. I hope it's a lot of fun. It looks like a lot of fun. You know, even if it doesn't play that well, I can play as a cat in the cyberpunk dystopian future and solve puzzles, which is just right on my fucking And you can knock bottles over. I saw that. I can be a fucking asshole in the game. Yes. There's true cat experiences. Yes. Yes. Cannot wait. It's going to be great. Uh, The other highly anticipated for us here at Comic Club content coming out. It's not quite a new game, but it is the Hot Wheels content coming to Forza Horizon 5. Yeah. I'm not going to check this out immediately because... I'm going to be over that shit. Uh, I don't have enough space for my Xbox, and I'm kind of playing other things right now. Also, so. requires the seasons pass, doesn't it? It does. For this one, and I don't have the seasons pass. I also don't have the seasons pass. I might just buy this content, honestly. Because, like, I'll be honest, I have not played a lot of Forza Horizon. I, I haven't either. Probably like less than twenty hours, honestly. I have not played. I, I I have about sixty hours in that game. I've not touched it since. Yeah, but Hot Wheels content. Sign me up. It looks great. It looks so much fun. I fucking love Hot Wheels. Honestly, I'll just maybe like, hey, how can I get Hot Wheels Unleashed cheap <laughs> so I can play that game? Yeah. <laughs> I love those arcade games. So much fun. Arcade racers. And then we have some more DLC on a Wednesday, which is a weird release day, by the way. Yeah, very strange. Square Enix, what the hell Almost are you doing? never happens. Yeah, but Final Fantasy Origin, everyone's cool, edgy game of the year, which actually might be supplanted by something else, you know. Uh, coming with Trials of the Dragon King coming on July 20th. Now, we don't know a whole lot about the content, but it's going to, like, rehash some final original Final Fantasy questline or something like that. Very you're, strange. You're playing with Bahamut. You're going to be doing some stuff with him. Uh, there's three new classes. There's an Evoker class, a Pilgrim class, and a Summoner class. And apparently, Summoner summons fucking Bahamut, which is just nuts to me. That's pretty good. Uh, they're adding staves to the game so you can live out your Donatello fantasies. Donatello? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, you know? Mm, so, yes. new content coming. Uh, I think it was, it was like two new bosses, four new cla- three new classes. Uh, there'll be accessories in the game now. So, more fucking loot to drop in these goddamn levels. Because there's not enough already. That's a lot. There's so much. There's a, there's a lot of loot. There's a lot of fucking I, loot. I, from what I've played that game, I cannot walk five feet without finding something. Right, yeah. That, it's great. Great, great, great. And then... On the 22nd, which is, what, a Thursday release? Thursday. No, it's a Friday release. Yeah. Oh, the Fable Friday release. Don't see too many of those. And then we don't see too many Thursday releases. That's what it is. Well, Thursday releases got pushed to Fridays. A lot of Friday releases. A lot of Friday. Because I remember my friend bemoans that because he always takes Tuesdays and Thursdays off. Because it used to be the major game release dates. (laughs) But then all the Thursday dates got pushed to Fridays. Yep. Which is bummer. But we are getting Live Alive. It is finally coming out. That's right. It's finally here. This 2.5 HD successor. Uh, if you have not played the demo yet, go check it out on Switch. It looks gorgeous. It's cool as hell. They have really... Um, uh, There's voice acting now, too, isn't and, there? Yeah. And they modernized the entire UI. It's very cool. It looks like a brand new game. It's incredible. It is the coolest thing. Yeah. I need to play more of it, because last time I tried to play it, I was, I was a sleepy boy, so I got like 15 minutes in and started nodding off on the Chinese level. Uh, but I cannot wait to play through all three opening areas. Like it's like when Triangle Strategy got released. Like you had the prologue demo, and then you could take that saved data and bring it into the game when it was released. Same thing with Live Alive. You can play through those three scenarios and take that saved data and move it into the release when it comes out on Friday, which is super smart by Nintendo to do these sorts of things. And Square Enix, I think it's a great idea. Mm. Like get them hooked with the demo. Like oh man, I can't wait to continue my story with these RPGs. And then new games come out like. 
Bam, first day. Look at all these players. Smart. Very smart. I'm a big fan. Uh, Live Live looks great. I don't love the $50 price point. Yeah, it's a bit pricey for what this is. But but it looks like it's been totally redone and brought into the modern era, so I can yeah. kind of understand the... Once again, we're not developers. Uh, but it looks like a ton of work went into bringing this from the SNES to the Switch. So it's understandable that it's going to have this modern price point. Mm -hmm. You know? Uh, once again, modern UI. Uh, HE 2.5. New audio. It's a whole lot of new everything. Can't wait to play it. It's going to be great. It's going to be awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I already know the answer to this question, but out of the next week, what's your what's your most anticipated release? Multiversus. Oh, yeah. That's a big, big, big surprise there. Yeah, Multiverses. Multiverses. Uh, so, besides Superman... Obviously, you can't control two characters at once, but who would you pair with Superman? Who's your, like, number one? Would it be Wonder Woman? Would it be Batman? I feel like you gotta go with Batman. Would it be Arya Stark? <laughs> Arya Stark might be a good matchup match for that. Isn't, like, the, the plane usually want an aggressive character with a support character or something like that? Yes. So, like, maybe Velma? Velma? Velma's a good support character. Yeah, she's a great support character. She can't really get kills, but she's a great support character. <laughs> That's a good thing, though, right? Yes. She can't be killed. You don't be knocked off the edge. You can't no, win. she you can't, can't kill. Oh. She can get knocked off the edge very uh, easily. So basically, you need a Superman carry, is what I'm hearing. Yes. Ah, okay, 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 okay. Whole lot going on, folks. Whole lot going on. Uh, I mean, also we also missed out on the fact that Fall Guys is now free to play. I yeah. Across all platforms. I played a little bit of it. It's cross-play enabled totally. So take whatever device you want and just play Fall Guys with yeah. your friends anywhere you want. There's just so much going on. There's a, lot to do. there's a lot going on. There's so much going on. If there's anything we've missed, anything you want to talk about, anything you want us to talk about, you know how to reach us at askcomicclub at gmail.com. Just want to throw that little feel out there. We'd love to hear yeah. from our folks out there in the world. Um, also, Dragonflight Alpha got released this week, mm. and people are just eating that up, though. They love the Evoker class. They think it's broken as hell right now, which obviously new class, near class, always broken at start. Is that That's the dragon, how they work. Is that the Dragon Man class? It's the Dragon Casting class. Yeah. It's the first long-range hero class to come out. That's weird. Ever. Very strange. It was Death Knight, it was Monk, it was Demon Hunter. All melee classes. And now the Evoker class, which is race, Drakthir only. So That's, there's that. That is strange how they didn't have not focused on long-range in a while. Or support class. Yeah, it's very strange. Yeah, it's, it's super weird. Especially for an MMO, because, like, FF14 has such a wide variety of new classes they bring. Yeah. So it's like, this is the only MMO that doesn't do that, and arguably it's the first big one. Yeah. World of Warcraft, uh, they're trying very hard to get out of that 2004 route they're still stuck in. I sure hope they do. They're working on it. Yeah. Uh, apparently, the, the new zone they showed up this week, the Azure Span, is the largest single area place they've had so far. Interesting. And it's because they're introducing dragon riding right off the bat. So oh, like, okay. Flight is available day one in okay. the expansion. So they're making these huge zones so you can fly around them. How is that different than mount, like mounts? Uh, so they're more active. Okay, alright. So. so like, uh, just like the Evoker class is more active. Um, it's kind of plays like Wildstar. Okay. So oh, okay. When you, yeah, this is the best comparison. So the Evoker class is an active class, so they're a caster class, right? But based on how you hold buttons or when you hit buttons, different spells will do different things. So like, do, say I'm going to like cast off a fireball. Yeah. Basic. 
If I hold it for like one or two seconds, boom, fireball. But if I hold it like three or four seconds, boom, bigger fireball. Yeah, okay. So that a lot of their abilities are going to have these different plays to them where like, okay, am I casting for five people or am I casting for a raid? Am I trying to hit a pack or am I trying to hit a boss? Okay. So it's a lot more active in that regard. So then dragon riding, they're kind of like, okay, we want to engage our players more. So dragon riding is flight, but you have to actually pay attention. Okay. Because you're, you're flapping, you're trying to keep your speed going. Like, you can nosedive and then pull out of that dive and, like, keep that speed going. Think of it like Spider-Man Spidey swinging. Okay. Think of it like that. So so you you press a button and you, you flap your wings. You have, you're essentially controlling, like, the speed and, like, the direction you're going at the same time. Right. Like, you, I mean, you could just... It's more like it's more like driving a car than like itself, like you know, just right. going A to B. Yeah, yeah. You could, I mean, you could. I'm sure auto flight is available, like yeah, always. But like, you could do more with this. Okay, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's something you need to do. It it will be something to do, and I think this will bring back kind of like they did, you know, dragon riding stuff in Mist. They did dragon riding stuff in Burning Crusade. Mm-hmm. They did these courses and tried to get this stuff. I haven't really seen that since. They'll will more than likely bring this back. There'll be some form of racing in this game at some point. I don't doubt it. So there's that that'll be huge. Uh, they also bought up um, they bought up a studio while we were on break. Okay. Uh, hold on. Uh, studio is a hundred person studio. It was the studio behind the Fantasy Battle Royale. Uh, Spellbreak. That's what it was called. This is a hundred person studio that they're bringing in to help them finish Dragonflight. And give them more manpower for Dragonflight. It's very odd. So I was like, yo, they're, they're bringing this fantasy battle royale studio. Let's go, baby. Battle royale mode and wow. Come on. Let's go. I don't know if I want that. I think it'd be great. But I think it'd be interesting if they do more spell casting stuff. Yeah. So maybe maybe we'll see an expansion of classes. You know what I'd like to see is like incorporating mini games of some sort. Well, I mean, they already do that a lot. Yeah, but I mean more, like, more engaging mini-games. You know what I mean? I guess I can see that. Like, like the bat- like, like you said, the Battle Royale thing. That's, okay, that could be a thing. I call it really engaging. I don't really want to play that in a World of Warcraft <laughs> game. That would give World of Warcraft their first new PvP mode since Miss of Pandaria. Exactly. Since so, Miss of Pandaria! <laughs> maybe they'll do it. God! It's so bad. They should make a World of Warcraft fighting game. Get out of here. Put World of Warcraft in multiverses, please. No, no. It's yes. two different companies. Well, so supposedly they're not going to just have WB characters. Are they going to the Smash route? Yeah. Okay. Licensing Nightmare, baby. Let's I, go. I had heard that they're trying to get 11 into the game from the Stranger Things. Oh, God. I think that'd be cool. Yeah, well, they've got Arya Stark in there, so like, yeah. they're all with everything in the wind at that point, right? Yeah, I mean, they can do any. They need to put Beetlejuice in the game first. That's what I want. Oh, I want Beetlejuice. Animaniacs. Animaniacs, yeah. Ani- and Peaky in the Brain. Yeah. Yo, like, give me back my childhood. Uh, they got Taz in there. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, Taz is already yeah, yeah. You already know the Joker's gonna come to multiverses. You gotta. You got Harley, you got Bats, you gotta have Joker. Like, you don't have Joker in your, your Warner Brothers game, what are you doing? But didn't, Hamill gave up voice acting him, right? No, he, still does, that? he still does it. I thought he, no, I thought he retired from that voice. He tried. <laughs> he tried, it doesn't, it didn't work. No? Could swear that was still a thing. He tried to retire because Troy Baker does it sometimes. Troy it's Baker like, does everything. His Joker voice is not bad. I believe it. He's a very talented individual. Yeah, he's very, very interesting as an actor. That's true. Yeah. 
All right, so we've come to the point in our lovely show where we say, hey, Hunter, what's the cool thing you've done in gaming in the past three weeks? What you've been playing? What do you want to talk uh, about? What I want, what I want to talk about is Save Decay 2. That's what I've been doing. What an interesting choice that is. Because I, I booted up on a whim, <clears throat> yep. and I've gotten sucked into it. <laughs> the game is really good and surprisingly in-depth. I did not realize uh, you were into the zombie survival game. I didn't think I would be either. Okay. And then I started playing it, and I was like, this is really good. I've seen the game play, but it never really grabbed me. I was never like, oh man, I want to take the controller and play now. I'm like, yeah, that's a zombie game with survival. I'm out. It's kind of got like a Death Stranding thing for me where like, I enjoy the logistics okay. of, of, of the game. Where it's like, okay, I need this kind of supplies. Let's go look in this building. Right. And like, oh, this is foobar. Can't go in there. <laughs> and I have to scramble to figure something else out. Okay. It's like it's fun. I enjoy the survival sim aspect of it. Um, there's not really much for story, which I don't, which I actually really like. Okay. Because if, if there was like I can't like a story behind this, I would be so bored. I mean, there is a storyline though to there, follow. That, there there's is a campaign. There is, but it's not. It's sort of like open. Okay. In that way, like there's different branches you can follow essentially. Right. I enjoy it a whole lot. I really like this game. All right. All right. Um, That's cool. I, I also, I bought uh, the Monkey Island, the Secrets of Monkey Island, the special edition, the three master version. No, that's like the first two games on Switch, right? No, no, no. I, I bought it for PC. Oh, okay. Uh, I have not touched it yet, but I'm so excited to play this. Because <laughs> I've never played a Monkey Island game. I mean, I haven't either. And I hear they're great. That's, that's, if you really like the point-and-click adventure games, yeah. like Monkey Island is like the, you know, the foremost of it. Yeah. That's really what I've been doing. I really haven't done much besides playing more Capcom Fighting Revolution, uh, Fighting Mix. That's fun. That came out when we were on break. Why don't you tell the folks about Capcom Fighting Collection? How it is? How it's playing? Uh, how how's Red Earth? Because that's like the most unknown one. Red Earth's great. Uh, it's this is a fun little collection. Uh, anyone who's upset that it doesn't have good net code or they can't play this competitively, I feel like. Uh, First of all, you are not going to play the Fat Capcom Fighter Collection version of Vamp uh, Dark Darkstalkers One competitively. It's just not going to happen. It's so dumb to think that would that that's a thing that you could do. Uh, as like a package, it's fun. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Um, it's got a little a nice little quality of life things and like the, the the art and music you can listen to. Nice. It's have good. I, have you tried all the fighting games? Yeah, yet? I have. Yeah. How do they all play? They feel like they oh, play they feel back to their arcade arcade style. They Genesis play great. Days. They play great for like for like just to mess around with the arcade mode. It's fun. Nice, yeah. nice. I have to hear it. They love to see these good compilations come out and actually be good. Look at Makes you, Sonic Origins. Extremely excited that Nintendo just announced the Cap the Mega Man Battle Network collection. All right, it's coming out, and I I'm that's like, so many games. I'm playing this. That's ten games. It is man. That's nuts. And I'm gonna play through all of them. Hey, where's hey, where's Mega Man Legends? Uh, it's a sore subject. <laughs> that hurts still. Or uh, Mega Man sixty four. That is Mega Man Legends. Is it Legends? It's yeah. the same game. They just changed the name. I couldn't remember. So I'm like, I think I played that game a little yeah. bit back in the day. I think it was kind of fun. It is fun. It's Mega Man Legends. It's a great game. <laughs> God, that what about collections? Uh, we're still waiting for the Calabunga collection to come out, aren't we? That yeah, I'm kind of disappointed in that because it's not coming to Switch. How is that not coming to Switch? Yeah, it's like the perfect Switch game. I would play that if I... It's, oh, is it? Yeah, yeah. I right thought there. it wasn't. Yeah. Okay, then I, I'm stupid. I'll, okay. 
Alright, well, I, I'm, I'm getting the Calabunga collection next, I guess. Oh, there's no release date yet. Well, when it comes out. It just says 2022. But if you're waiting for the Calabunga collection, I hear nothing but fantastic things about the new TMNT. Dude, it's so good. It's so good. I have not played it yet, but I feel like I need to pick it up. You need to play it. We need to play it? it it's on. It's on. Everything? It's on Game Pass. Oh, it's on Game Pass? You can play it. like Shit. It literally takes three hours to beat. That's what I heard. So, you have no excuse. But is there replayability? Yeah. Okay. It's a beat-em-up. <laughs> well, that's fair. It's a Ninja Turtles beat-em-up. Of course, there's replayability. I never feel like the arcade games really had a lot of replayability other than get to the end. Yeah, but you could still play them over and over again. That's true. It's on Game Pass, huh? Well, shit, there, there it is, folks. I'm getting Trey Revenge when I leave this and go back to my apartment this afternoon. That's right. It's going to happen. That's right. Oh, man. Calabunga. What about you, Frank? I've been kind of in a weird gaming place the past few weeks. Mm -hmm. Nothing's really grabbed me. Like, I kept hoping, like, a new release was just going to, like, really demand my time. I tried to get into Chrono Cross Remastered. I kind of dropped that after about 10 hours. Um, it's just not hooking me as much as I would like an RPG to hook me. So I feel like I've been kind of in a slump. I've been kind of bouncing around a few things. Uh, I beat Inside, which took maybe two or three play sessions. Uh, a wonderful game. Great platformer. Really messed up uh, on the story side and narrative side of things. It's really weird. Uh, and then I went and checked out like the, the true ending is, and that's just more of a mindfuck. Yep. So play that. It's a great game. Uh, they've got the new game Cocoon coming out at some point, which is a game made by the Play Dead people, which is looks great. Uh, a little bit more uh, isometric style, which is going to be look good. Um, so then I was like, I don't know. Like, I'm not really feeling World of Warcraft right now. I played that for like a night. Played in my Warrior. And I was like, eh. I did a raid. I was like, eh. Eh. I'm in a very eh kind of mood. Uh, so I'm bouncing. Bella. And so... You know, I've been playing Yakuza 0 with my girlfriend at night, and that's been fun. Just kind of grinding out the Kamarocho real estate minigame. Yes. Uh, I'm about two-thirds of the way through my third area, finally, and I think I'm still only on Chapter 9 of the game, actually. So, uh, just money glory at some point. It's going to be yeah. great. It's going to be so good. Uh, so what kind of hooked me was actually Marvel's Avengers. What? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I had started the single-player campaign, like, maybe four or five it's months It's so ago. good. It's okay. The campaign's great. Sure. It's okay. Oh, my God, Frank. No, it's... How can you not think that campaign's not great? You know what? I thought the story was really great. Yeah, it's great. The story's really great. The gameplay's lacking. Well, yeah. Everyone agrees. <laughs> okay, well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the story was great. I'm like, man, I wish they presented this story and then not in this its format. Own, in its own game. With... Admittedly different enemies, I think. I know the enemies are fine. You know what it is? Take out the gearing. Take out the take, RPG system. Take out the entire multiplayer acts <laughs> aspect of it. Yeah. Make it like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Yeah, make not well, I yeah. I, I, I like to be a little more open open than Ultimate Alliance, but like What do you mean open? Like in the sense that like it's not a top down Oh yeah. I meant put it in that style of gameplay yeah, yeah. but in the presentation that it had yeah. which is still I still was running into bugs yeah like sometimes my character just freeze and I'm like that campaign is so like the, the story of that campaign is so, so good so I actually finished the story of the campaign about five hours before recording uh it's a great campaign story it is 
Uh, fighting's okay. Yeah. I really like fighting the little guys, but like the mini bosses were just annoying. Yeah. Uh, the parrying and blocking and dodging system is not great. It's not as responsive as I'd like it to be. Maybe I'm just bad, but it felt weird at some point. It's not, it's not something I use. Yeah. With that kind of style game, like, oh man, I need to block or parry. I just want to punch things as the Hulk. Like, what? The Modoc boss battle was kind of boring, to be honest. It's not good. But you see the Kree Sentinel, and that's fucking cool. That was badass. I fucking love that. What I did not love is how they shoehorned me and the fucking Captain America for the most of this last battle. Oh, but Cap is so good. Cap's great until they give you this long-range shit to deal with, and I'm like, okay, let me oh, line up... your shield. Let me line up my shield while I'm being pounded on by three or four different dudes while someone's shooting poison canisters at me. Like, what the fuck? Also, Cap's the last character you get, so he's your least powered guy at this point? Mm-hmm. Unless you want to go out and grind, which, no thank you. That shit's boring as hell. What I tried to do, I was actually like, they had these like little side missions for each character and I'm like oh great I'll like follow these like little mission trails I did the first one of each character and then there was no more of those stories to follow I'm like am I missing something mm. is this shit just not unlocked yet like what's going on here I thought this was gonna be like a series of missions to follow but nope one mission you're done apparently and I'm like uh well that sucks I thought this was gonna be a series of missions like take me around the globe with these characters but okay guess not Cool. I don't know. I'm hoping Embracer Group lets them kind of fix this game. Or, yeah. Or at least make Marvel's Avengers 2 and make it into something that's actually uh, better. Anyway. Right. So I will I will check out the DLC campaigns because I think they're I think the storyline's great. Storyline's fantastic. Oh yeah. The the Black Panther one's really good. Uh, I haven't I'm, I'm thinking about picking up the Jane Foster one right. soon. I mean I'm playing through Game Pass so also just just like. Good. Come to my hard drive, babies. It's all it's all, all the content's free, so like, yeah. you don't have to pay for it. That's true. I forgot about that. But like, the, this is the really weird part. The credits finished, and then it like started playing like this weird recap story stuff. Yeah. Of but like it was taking like cinematics from the next DLC, which just, you don't even get an intro to. So I'm just like, wait, what's going on here? I'm so like. Clint and uh, Kate are just standing next to the war table. I'm like, I haven't met them yet. What are yeah. they doing here? Yeah, well, that's all DLC. They just show up? Yeah, well, kind of tech. There's, there's a story there. I'm like, where's the intro? So I just I just closed the game. I'm like, I'm not ready for this yet. I need to take a break from this game because holy shit, that last boss battle was blech. Yeah. It was garbage. Like, okay, you need to take that MODOK with Captain America. I'm like... I can't run up and hit him underneath him because I'll just get pushed away, so let me just stand here and throw my shield. Yawn. Fucking yawn. <laughs> like, it's not a good boss battle. It's the really bad boss battle. But, but I do feel like that the final half of the game does kind of deliver presentation-wise in terms of like... Storyline. Yeah, where it's like, oh, you see he's got Kree technology and all this shit. Yeah. And you're like, okay, damn. Yeah, I'm, I'm hooked. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, I didn't get the Kree technology part of it. Yeah, he's got the Kree Sentinel, dude. Right, until you saw the Kree Sentinel. Yeah. But before that, it's like, no Kree. It's just... Yeah. And, like, obviously, do the, the hook there. Like, they shoot the thing out of the Kree thing. It's so, like, you know the Kree are going to show up at some point and all this nonsense. Secret war nonsense. Yeah. Great. Cool. Whatever. I don't know. Uh, Storyline's great. Gameplay's garbage. That's that's my review of this game. Which I think is everybody else's review of this game. <laughs> For the most part. I do like this game, though. I, I wish it was... I wish the gameplay was better. I wish it felt better. 
to be a hero in this game. It is fun though when you hit somebody and you just hear metallic clanks. Yeah, because <laughs> you're like Thor's sound effect. Like the sound effects of this game are fantastic. He thumps on people. It's great. Thump, thump, thump. It's great. But I, what I don't get is like, like oh, make sure your characters are geared up. But then each scenario is geared towards your level anyway. So like, what's the point of gearing up? I don't get that. Well, it passive bonuses. That's what it is. I, I guess that. But like, why? Like, I'm, just take the gearing system out of the game. Just get rid of it. It's unnecessary. Like Marvel Ultimate Alliance. This should not have been a Destiny style game. It should not. Oh god, absolutely. It should not. We've we've agreed on this since day one. Avengers should never have been a live service game. If you wanted to keep the multiplayer aspect, I don't really care. But like making this like a service was like a bad idea. God, I hate how much they just shoehorn it in. Because like I think the point that end credit cinematic was like, okay, so here are these types of missions you can go play. Now I'm like, I don't give a shit about those missions. Fuck your multiplayer. I'm done with this shit. Close the game. Get out. Go do other things. <laughs> so that's been that. But yeah, I beat that campaign, so I don't know. I started, like, I trolled my stream library a little bit, and I started playing. I think I'm playing the very first game I ever bought on Steam. Oh, God. And it's called Warp. Warp? And it was originally, like, an EA Origin game, so I had to jump through hoops just to get it working in the first place. Oh, God. But he plays, like, this little orange alien who's, like, in this underwater facility, and you... It's, it's a little platformer, but you can warp around and how you beat enemies is by you warp into the enemy and then you make them explode from inside and there's blood everywhere mm. it's just a silly little platformer I've never played it even though I bought it probably six years ago at this point probably longer than that actually uh, so I think in this in this downturn um, I can just like maybe go through my Steam library but like hey what games have I not played besides the majority of them Yeah, and give those a shot uh, like you we talked about this earlier Kirby is looking really good right now. Skywalker Saga also looking really good right now. Yeah. Like, I might it's like, yeah, it is. Platform, honestly, baby. where I'm at right now is I'm waiting for October. And Saints Row to a lesser extent. Right. That's the August release. Yeah. yeah. That's what it is. Yeah, October's, October's going to be busy, y'all. That's when the games come out. Yeah. So, like, if you've got time right now, like, catch up on your backlog. This mm-hmm. is the time for it. Yes. You know? Go check those games out. Go check out the Kirby's and the Skywalker Sagas. Go check out some of those early quarter one games you might have missed because you're playing other things. Mm. Check out Stray on July 19th. <laughs> Come check us out. That's Hunter, right. where can people find us? You can find us on Twitter at Comic Club Podcast. Save us Facebook. You can find me and Frank on Twitter at young underscore comic underscore and Frank, Frank Games Stetson. Uh, AskComicLove at gmail.com for all your questions. And, you know, just leave us a review on Spotify or iTunes. We'd love to reach a wider audience. So, like, just hit a quick share when we share a, a episode online anywhere. Um, it, just, it takes two seconds to hit that retweet or yeah. that share button on Facebook. It takes you no effort. Just, if you like the show, tell somebody about it. Go. And please leave us a review. We'd like to start yeah. working that algorithm to make us be heard by the masses a little bit more. Yeah, and I, 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 know, I generally like hearing from the listeners, so got something to say say it say it with your chest say it say it with your chest please we want to hear from our crew we love all of you all the freaking time you know you're yes. our people absolutely uh shout out to my un- unpleasant company discord uh y'all asked me why the episodes haven't come yet uh here we go here's a new episode just for you exactly we did it just for you just for you because you asked me about it so we stopped forgetting because you asked me that's right that's why we do it for the people. That's why we do this. Because the people want to hear us. Hunter, bring us out.
God bless the ring.